ओम शरवण भवा डे फोर्टीन पारायण लेटर इन द इवनिंग स्वामी जी लेफ्ट आवर बस टू बी विदोटीज फ्रॉम दी आदर बस आई वॉज टोल्ड बाय दी आदर डिवोटीज दट ही गेव अ ब्यूटिफुल सत्संग दैट इवनिंग सम सीनियर वुमेन डिवोटीज वर इन अ कंप्लेनिंग मोड दे वर फ्रेटिंग एंड फ्यूमिंग ओवर सम इश्यूज द सेकेंड बस had experienced a minor breakdown and tempers were running high one of them said that she would have preferred traveling by air another complained about the bus and there were yet other complaints about a variety of minor things swami ji listened patiently to all of them and began his satsang the substance of which was the following all of you are seeing swami ji as one of your own family that is the bandham the relationship that you have with me you are not looking at me as a guest you have kept me even in your kitchens and everywhere else in your houses i have planned this trip and it is my job to take care of all of you do you think i did not know about the breakdown of the bus trust in me to make the arrangements and have faith that our challenges will be surmounted do not complain senior people should not cry weep or complain because these actions generate negativity negativity robs such persons of their storehouse of positive work that is why it should be avoided at all costs There is a family in Calicut that used to object to some of its members worshiping me. They objected to my photograph being displayed in the puja room and I used to be worshiped from the outside. The moment my photo started giving vibhuti and chandanam, the attitude of the entire family changed. Now everybody believes this is true bhakti. if you have such bhakti you can do anything the same was true of another family in mangalam gunnu only after vibhuti and panchamritam started pouring all opposition died out now they pray to my photograph a true bhakta will never fail and the guru will never let him or her down genuine devotion is the key therefore we must not behave like children instead our responses must be mature maturity combined with devotion will never fail to obtain results devotees from bangalore are very fortunate to come close to me i like all my bangalore devotees I do not experience this kind of intimacy from devotees in Palakkad and Kozhikode perhaps because they are not allowed to come close to me they are not allowed to come near me like my Bangalore devotees this is why there was such a big queue on Vishu day in Kozhikode and Palakkad I am still a child and i am being brought up by all of you devotees you are all therefore my protectors and my parents 
all of you are taking good care of this child very much like how a mother looks after her baby a child has been born swami ji is referring to himself to take care of worldly karmas three mahatmas have taken birth in three different directions to establish dharma swami ji was perhaps referring to satya sai baba mata amritanandamayi and himself question lord krishna has declared in the sacred bhagavad gita that he will take birth again and again to protect dharma and destroy evil you should all grow with me currently i am a child as i grow i will experience several bhavas all these months i was in the kurma tortoise bhava this year 2009 i will change into the narasimha bhava and i will display a lion like temperament quick to anger of fierce aspect immediate dispensation of justice quick to redress grievances impose rewards and punishments etc as avataras emerge and grow so do the people who look after them all of you belong to this category you have come to take care of me and look after me that is the love that each one of you has for me when i am in each of these bhavas you should also develop the strength to nurture similar qualities these bhavas are subject to continuous change if i am in the narasimha bhava you cannot have the bhava of a goat or a mouse in this case the lion will eat you up a lion should be met and engaged only by a lion you should have the same qualities i am looking after all of you you will notice even more changes after 2011 in this respect we have to perform many yagyams and this was the reason that several yagyams have been performed last year at that time i was in a yagya murti bhava currently i am moving from the kurma bhava to narasimha bhava i am close to fire and i play with fire all the time agni is one of the five elements in a few years you will be able to see my images in the sun you will witness many wonderful miracles in the coming years know this to be the truth god is omnipresent he is present both in the pillar and in the rust that covers it we must learn to discover that truth lord vishnu was present even in the pillar likewise i am present everywhere a number of mahayagnyams are planned at the end of 2009 and early 2010 in shri krishna puram we must develop our faith in the sadguru 
to take care of all the challenges we face in our lives. This is a period when the grandfather is handing over the charge to the grandson. You will all understand this process in the year 2012. I will reveal these details when the time is appropriate. If a deer walks with a lion, it also acquires the gait of a lion. Similarly, all of you should learn to walk like a lion. If your guru is a lion, you should also be like him. Otherwise, some of the lions who are with me will catch you and eat you up. You should be absorbed in the same bhava that I am absorbed. You should be able to talk to people and teach them the path of spirituality. All of you are teachers and I am the headmaster. The Om Sharavana Bhava Matam is a school and all the devotees are its children. So share your experiences with others about bhakti and conduct satsangs. Inform people about your experiences with the Sadhguru. Every ashram will then become a temple. Be happy with what you have. We should not entertain desires about the way the world should move or behave. The world will not move according to your dictates. Only nature can guide the universe and permit what is to happen and prevent what does not happen. We are all creatures of nature. We are here today and tomorrow we will be in some other place. We cannot predict what will happen. That is the nature of worldly existence. We should not sit and grumble for what we did not get or achieve. We must be happy with what we have and with what we have accomplished so far. Trust in God. He will bless you with what you need. Do not think about the past. Think of today. And what is it that you need to do today? Mahatmas never die because they were never born. In places like Shirdi, when we chant mantras like Om Sadguravi Namaha, we acquire tremendous energy. The fruits of 10 days of chanting can be acquired in 10 minutes in Shirdi. That is why Lord Subramanya embodies so much energy and that is why we pray to him for that energy. Nowadays, we are covering everything with rubber and plastic. This goes against nature and does harm. We are not in tune with nature and we need to re-establish the connection. If there is darkness on one side of the universe, there will be light on the other side. When it is bright in America, it is dark in India and vice versa. This happens due to the powers of the Gurus and it is symbolic of their Mahima, divine power. The significance of this divinity 
to be understood by the year 2012 and the whole world will take notice of it we reached shirdi late that night it was well past 1 am in the morning one of my students was there from england with his brother and their father naina ji had arrived from bombay both arrived earlier in the day and had booked five rooms for us naina ji helped distribute the rooms to the devotees and soon after that we my family and i booked ourselves into the hotel nearby to spend the rest of the night we woke up next morning had our breakfast downstairs in the adjacent hotel and proceeded to the sai mandir to be with swami ji swami ji arrived in the ashram by about 9:15 am we were all gathered at one place and joined the queue we were chanting mantras all along the way with names of lord shirdi sai lord shanishwara and lord shiva we finally came to the samadhi of sai baba and had a beautiful darshan i was in shirdi after nearly 42 years i was overwhelmed by all kinds of emotions thoughts of my father the stories of sai's miracles that he used to regale us with and his devotion to sai i was deeply moved we made a contribution to the sai mandir and came out with swami ji swami ji chose a spot in the sai samsthan and asked us to get together he then asked me to hold a satsang which i did i later went to purchase a copy of the sai satcharitra in english and to buy some prasadam for our friends in bangalore it was rather hot but the facilities in the ashram were so splendid that none of us felt the heat in swami ji's presence it did not seem to matter we returned to the hotel had our bath completed our lunch and by 2:30 pm in the afternoon we boarded the bus to head for the shanishwara temple about 75 kilometers from shirdi in a place called shingnapur we reached the shani temple at about 6:30 pm we the men were asked to change into red or saffron dhotis and carry with us some oil to make an offering to the temple we quickly had our bath and proceeded with swami ji to the temple all the while chanting om shanishwaraya namaha it was a grand temple and an equally grand spectacle to see our sadguru in full flow and full form it was beautifully built and well organized swami ji told us that it was a space graced by the maharishis and that we were very fortunate to be there on a saturday with our sadguru saturday is a day of the week that is dedicated to shani bhagwan there is a rock in the temple on which the oil is poured we formed a queue and within an hour had completed our offering to lord shanishwara 
Swamiji chanted mantras in the temple and some of us danced with him all the while singing or chanting various mantras. We resumed our journey at about 8.30 p.m. Later in the night, we saw a film on the significance of the Shani temple and its origins in Shinganapur. I suddenly realized that Swamiji was instructing us through his words and actions every second of the day and night and that we had to be alert to receiving what he wanted to tell us or be receptive to what he had to give us. Every utterance was superbly crafted and masterfully delivered. Back in the bus, Swamiji decided to return to the other bus and we recommenced our journey back to Bangalore. We reached the Almaty Dam in the morning and stopped at the lodge for bath and breakfast. At about 9 am, I came out after my bath and breakfast. Half an hour later, I noticed Swamiji coming out of the other lodge beside ours and he motioned me to follow him. Sri Sampat was with us as was my son Dhruv. We walked to the artificial lake near the dam. Swamiji told us that this place had been blessed by Maharishis. That is why we were able to experience a lot of peace, quiet and beauty. In the surroundings, he plucked some neem leaves and asked us to consume them. He said, the bitter taste of the neem takes us closer to reality, truth, and it will protect us from all that is unreal, untruth. After about half an hour, we walked back to the lounge of our lodge and I went inside to use the washroom. When I came out, I found Swamiji had left in the reverse direction with another group of devotees and later one of the devotees told me that they had visited a tribal settlement about a kilometer or two away. On the way, Swamiji picked up a beautiful natural stone which looked like a made-to-order Devi Vigraham, a statue of the Mother Goddess from the ground and gave this stone to the tribals assembled there. He had asked some devotees to prepare some mixture of puffed rice and jaggery the previous evening as Babaji had foreseen what he would be doing the previous day itself which they carried with them. On reaching the settlement there were some horses, some goats and of course people. Swamiji fed them all and declared that the Devi temple would be constructed there in the later years. We then visited the Almaty Dam and took a walk at midday to take a dip in the sacred Krishna river. Swamiji and some of us took a dip in the river and we returned 
to the bus after taking some refreshments by about 2 pm i caught up with swami ji on the way back he told me that in the olden days people would walk with bare feet in both the heat and the cold they would not feel either cold or heat as they were in tune with nature swami ji later told me in the afternoon that he had seen me in his dream he dreamt that he was in a helicopter with me about the river and i was complaining to him that i had lost my blackberry in the river the road was hot and dusty from almaty we began to head for chitradurga swami ji asked us to stop both buses at an appropriate place at about 6 pm because he wanted to deliver a satsang to all of us at about 6:30 pm later that evening we selected a spot and made a halt near a roadside repair shop for lorries and other heavy vehicles where swami ji delivered a powerful yet moving satsang to all of us this was preceded by swami ji asking me to deliver a summary of our shirdi experience i spoke for about 20 minutes i said that it was a great privilege to have undertaken a visit to shirdi with our sadguru this was an opportunity not given to everybody we should be extremely grateful that we are able to accomplish this visit with our guruji's grace i made a brief summary of swami ji's satsang in the bus spoke of the need to understand who the guru is in reality that he is not the body nor the mind nor the intellect and that he is god himself as there is no difference between god guru and ishwara that we should look upon our guru with reverence and must know how to behave in front of him and that the nature and the extent of his sacrifice for us was so overwhelming that it cannot be paid back such is the infinite grace of the guru while we can appreciate his humor we should not laugh when he cracks jokes and treat him as an equal we should not be casual but preserve our distance and maintain the highest degree of decorum and respect i spoke about the fact that it was not necessary to be in the physical proximity of the sadguru it was enough to have him in our hearts as that was the surest way of ensuring his presence in us i spoke of sai baba's insistence on nishtha faith and saburi patience and why we need to practice these qualities in our lives i took some examples from the sai satcharitra to emphasize this point i spoke about the nature of karma and how guru affects our karma in three different ways including 
A. Completely averting something negative that is about to happen. B. Reducing the impact and making it bearable. And C. Allowing what is to take place by giving the devotee the strength to withstand the experience. I recalled somebody who had once summarized the process of karma to me by saying, If a coconut was due to fall on your head, the Guru will ensure that instead of a coconut, it is a leaf that falls on your head. This was followed by a vigorous satsang by Sri Tirumeni, our priest, the Shastrigal. It was delivered in Malayalam and interpreted by Srimati Lakshmi. Its substance was as follows. We must know how to behave in front of the Guru. There are certain standards and decorum that are expected from all of us. We must always maintain a respectful distance. We must not become familiar or be casual in the observation of these procedures. Swamiji's body is completely pure as it is a body born to serve the universe. It has no trace of impurity in it. It takes on the negative karmas of all devotees who come to seek his blessings. When Swamiji is in certain bhavas, it is harmful to touch his body as we will not be able to withstand the power and energy that emanate from it. So, we must be aware of these underlying principles. The principal point that Tirmini Shastrigal was making was that Swamiji should not be mistaken for an ordinary human being. This is a great sin to view the master's body like our own. This is because the Guru is not the body or anything else that our minds may deceive us to believing. The Jnani is God himself. He took examples from our Shastras and the life of Mata Amritanandamai and illustrated his points with precision, sincerity and devotion. Just as we were about to close the proceedings, Swamiji came and occupied his seat. He had all along been talking to a few devotees and could be seen walking in the vicinity of the group. Babaji closed the satsang with his message, the gist of which is provided here. Whatever you want to learn, you have to learn by experience and not by closing your eyes. We should be ever awake. We should all work together like the roots of the Om Sharavana Bhava tree. All of us are living under its shade and all our activities are under its effulgence. That illumination has been a blessing to us and through that blessing we are able to partake of this life. 
our humble salutations to that divine effulgence which has given us this rare opportunity this effulgence is present within us and it is due to its hallowed presence that we are able to distinguish and understand the brightness present outside know this to be the truth as it is a profound truth and perform your daily actions by keeping this verity in mind om sharavana bhava thus concludes day 14 parayanam